Hey everybody, welcome to the Ohio Bigfoot Podcast, <clears throat> brought to you by the Ohio Bigfoot Project, Ohio Bigfoot Research and Investigation Center. And today, I am your host, as always, Mike Hartman, and today we're going to talk about why no one finds dead Bigfoot, or why a body has never been found. This is an age-old question with many, 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 many answers that have come up over the years. And I'm going to give you my answer. First thing we're going to look at is the body itself. Some people say that Bigfoot bury their dead. I don't drink that Kool-Aid. Some people say that Bigfoot consume their dead. I drank half of that glass of Kool-Aid, not fully, and I'll explain why. <clears throat> when an animal dies, generally speaking, the first thing to find it are predatory animals, and they consume the meat. Now, by predatory animals, I mean coyotes, raccoons, opossums, things like that. Okay, things that prey on dead animals, skunks, squirrels, rodents, and a host of other animals. But then the bones. It is surprising how many animals in the natural world are known to eat bone, because the answer is just about all of them. Even giraffes will eat bones. Cape buffalo, buffalo, um, squirrels, skunks, possums, fox, cats, dogs, coyotes, wolves, cougars, turtles, cattle, goats, sheep, you name it. All those animals will eat bone. <clears throat> Some of them will chew it, some of them will displace it and move it around, and then some of them will consume it. The reason why they consume it is because in the natural world, predator animals that are meat eaters, they will get protein from the meat. And then most of them will consume some vegetation, which is where they get certain minerals and vitamins. But by eating bone, they're getting calcium and they're getting phosphorus. Okay, that's why um, in domesticated animals, because of mad cow disease, it's no longer legal to feed your cattle carry on and there's a special word for it but it's basically <clears throat> dead animals on a farm you're no longer allowed to grind them up and feed them back to your livestock because of mad cow disease transmission so you have mineral licks and salt licks and things like that to supplement this with domesticated animals but with 
undomesticated animals, it's game on. Everything's fair game. And everything just about eats bones. So, not only are these bones being consumed, but they're being displaced around the landscape. I have been a bow hunter for many, many, many years. And there's one particular buck that to this day I cannot get out of my head because I never got him. This thing outsmarted me, outmoved me, outmaneuvered me, outthought me. I just could not get this deer. And this was early in my bow hunting stage. I was young. But I never got that deer. I did, however, find it deceased one spring. And literally all I found... Now, I seen the deer that winter, that fall. And then I found it dead in the spring. And literally all I found was the head of it. What they call a dead head. I didn't find the complete animal. And this was just over a matter of months. And then from working on farms in my youth, I can recall when we would uh, butcher beef cows, we would often take the carcass out into the a certain spot in the woods and dump it, what they call a dead pit. And generally speaking, within a month or two or three, you couldn't find a single trace of that cow that was, uh, or the body, the skeletal remains that was placed out there after the meat had been removed. It's very, very, very rare. Now, much how this buck that I had been hunting, I found, I didn't technically find it. A dog brought the head to me. When... A wild animal is, they know what's going on with their body. They know when they're not feeling 100%, just as we know when we have a cold or a flu or something like that. Well, when a wild animal is not feeling 100%, they go to great lengths to hide themselves. And more often than not, they will pass or die in their sleep. But when I say they go through great lengths to hide themselves, I mean the thickest, nastiest, most horrendous brush. Something that a predator cannot penetrate to get to them when they're not feeling a hundred percent. These animals know. They are extremely smart from the smallest to the biggest. They will find these areas to hide out in when they're not feeling good or feeling normal, feeling a hundred percent, because they know that that's when predators are going to get them. That's when they're at their greatest disadvantage. 
So they go into the thickest, nastiest brush you can possibly find to dye. Now you take the human element, the hiker. <clears throat> Many times hikers stick to certain trails called hiking trails. So generally speaking, they're not going to find the Bigfoot. The people that are are your hunters, your trappers, your mushroom hunters, people like that. But anytime I've been out deer hunting and I find a patch of brush that is unpenetratable and I can't walk through it, to make it easier on myself, I take the easier route of travel and I simply walk around it instead of going through it. Just as any hunter will, any trapper, any mushroom hunter. Very, very rarely will a human fight their way through thick, nasty briars and brush and thorns for no reason whatsoever when they can simply walk around it. And sometimes these places are actually in places where you would never think to look. Another example is a, a buck I used to hunt on a uh, property. It was the only time in my life I hunted private property. I hunt primarily public land. Well, this guy, he was smart. He, he ran with another doe, and they would bed down butt to butt. So he would be looking one way, and she would be looking the other, which made it impossible to sneak up on him. Because if he blew out, then she would blow out, and you didn't get either deer. If she seen something, then she'd blow out, and he'd blow out, and you didn't get either deer. One day, I was uh, out, and I kept hearing this shriek, shriek, shriek. And for the life of me, I could not figure out what it was. And I had heard this all day. And I could not figure out for the life of me what it was. Until just past legal shooting light, when there was a big old racket down to my left, and out from underneath an old broke-down combine came crawling out this buck and that doe. I've been deer hunting for 30-plus years as a bow hunter. I've never deer hunted underneath old dilapidated farm equipment. Another one is power lines and power poles. Those great big four-legged monstrosities that you see in the center of farmers' fields. If you notice, farmers mow around them, but generally speaking, underneath them is ten-foot tall mass piles of multi-floral rows and thorns and briars. And this buck would bed down in the center of that where literally in a wide open field, I couldn't see him, but he could see me, he could hear me, he could smell me. 
and I had no clue that I was within feet of him. And I darn sure wasn't going to crawl through all, all of this thick brush that was maybe, I don't know, 12 feet by 12 feet by 12 feet, or possibly 20 feet, maybe 10, I don't know. This super small patch of very, very, very thick brush, and there's two deer hiding right in the center of it. Well, guess where that deer died of old age? Right in the center of it. Guess who didn't find that deer dead of old age right in the center of it? The guy hunting the property. The person who did find it, again, was a dog. It was not me. And so... When an animal's not feeling well, it'll go into the backest of back areas, and it'll go to the brushiest of brushiest areas. <clears throat> it'll find the thickest, most nasty, and penetratable brush you could possibly find to hide from predators. And one place that I myself and I know practically, absolutely, no one who hikes or hunts or goes in this unpenetratable, nasty, thorny, spiky, thick areas of brush is humans. Every human I've ever known. When we're out hiking and you come up on a wall of multi-floral rose or brush and thorns and locust and you name it, anything that can stab and stick and scratch and cut you, then, um, yeah, that's where those deer hang out. And that's where they hang out to avoid predator animals. So when they're not feeling well and their time has come, that's the type of environment that they die in. And because people don't go into these areas more often than not, then that's where the body stays. And then little mice come along. Well, first the predators, then the birds, then the bugs... And within no time at all, it goes from being a body to being a skeleton. And any bones that have been broken off by predators have long been carried away. And what's left gets ate by pretty much every animal in the woods, be it a turtle, be it mice, be it squirrels, possum, skunk, fox, cat dog, wild dog, um, and generally speaking, when a rodent is done with a bone, you don't know if it's a cow bone or a horse bone or a goat bone or a deer bone because they normally take the ends. And by taking the ends, that's the, the, where the joints would meet up. And so it's literally just a stick bone and a person sees that and thinks, ooh, gross, a bone, and then they don't touch it.
because it's Ugros a bone. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if at some point in history, even myself or anyone else has ever held a Bigfoot bone and simply not known it because it wasn't a long, large bone. It was a chewed up something bone. It would not shock me the least if at some point in time someone had the rib bone from a Bigfoot. Everyone thinks the skull, the skull, the skull. No one thinks about ribs or, um, you know, fingers or which a finger bone would not last that long anyways. Generally speaking, it would be a spine, which could be deer, goat, cow, you name it. And so, yeah, it would not shock me the least if someone hasn't at one point in time actually had a Bigfoot bone in their hand and not even known it. Because those bones get attacked by every single animal on the planet, pretty much, that needs phosphorus and minerals, which is pretty much every single animal on the planet. Um, so yeah, I hope that helps. That's my explanation as to why a Bigfoot body has never been found. Because A, in the wild, even in cold weather or cold climates, they generally speaking don't last that long. They get consumed, dispersed, and chewed up very quickly. And then in uh, warmer regions, they that happens even faster. And pretty much in every part of the the lower 48 of the United States... Well, no, I'm going to include Alaska, too, because even in Alaska, you have marten, you have mink, you have wolverine, you have porcupine, bear, wolf, um, muskrat, lemons, um, you name it. So, um, yeah, everything eats bone, just about. And the flesh itself just flat out doesn't take long to decompose and uh, you know a good example of that is next time you're driving down the road and out in a, a farmer's field you see a fresh hit deer every like especially if it's on your way to work or something write down how many days it takes especially in warmer weather for that deer to go from being a deer to a skeleton, then one day, miraculously, that skeleton's just flat out gone. It takes next to no time at all for this to happen. So, I just wanted to address that and give my opinion to the matter. Hope you all enjoyed it. Rather you think I'm on the mark or completely full of it is completely up to you. I'm not saying that my way is 100% legit. I could be wrong. But in my experience in the wild and as a bow hunter and as growing up on farms and um, it's just been my personal life experience. So...
Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this short podcast. Um, be sure to check out OhioBigFootProject.com. Uh, find me on Facebook, Ohio Bigfoot Project or Ohio Bigfoot Research, basically Ohio Bigfoot Research Investigation Center, Ohio Bigfoot Project on Facebook. Pretty much the same Bigfoot that's in the the logo of this uh, podcast. That's kind of my signature guy. I always use the same one. And then again, I'm on Instagram, and I'm on TikTok, and I'm on YouTube, Ohio Bigfoot, Ohio underscore Bigfoot, I do believe. But, um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Um, if you feel like it, hit that like button. I would appreciate it. Um, don't have to. But, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Even if you don't like it, hit the like button anyways. No, I'm kidding. Have a great night, everybody, and uh, we'll catch you next time.